Hello, today is day 89 of the Daily New Testament, third quarter. We're almost done with it. Um, We're finishing up this week with finishing Colossians 4. Well, all of we're finishing up Colossians uh, by going over the last chapter, chapter 4, sorry. Master, provide your slaves with... Well, okay, let me go back. Um, the last part of chapter 3 yesterday, it was talking about how people are supposed to live for one another. So wives, submit to your husbands as fitting to the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. Children, obey your parents. Excuse me, in everything, for this pleases the Lord. Fathers, do not embitter your children or they will become discouraged. Slaves, obey your earthly masters in everything. And do not and do it not only when their eyes are on you to win their favor, but with sincerity of heart and reverence for the Lord. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for men. Since you know you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ who you are serving. Anyone who does wrong will be repaid for his wrong, and there is no favoritism. Now it goes into chapter 4 by saying, giving instructions to the masters. Masters, provide for your slaves with what is right and fair, because you know you also have a master in heaven. Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful, and pray for us too that God may open the door for our message so that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ for which I am in chains. Pray that I may proclaim it clearly as I should. Be wise in the way you act toward outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversations be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. Uh, Theocus will tell you all the news about me. He is a dear brother, a faithful minister, and a fellow servant in the Lord. I am sending him to you for the express purpose that you may know about our circumstances and that he may encourage your hearts. He is coming with Onesimus, our faithful and dear brother, who is one of you. They will tell you everything that is happening here. My fellow prisoner Aristarchus sends you his greeting, as does Mark, the cousin of Barnabas, You have received instructions about him. If he comes to you, welcome him. Jesus, who is called Justice, also sends greetings. They are the only Jews among my fellow workers for the kingdom of God, and they have proved a comfort to me. Ephraim, who is one of you and a servant of Christ Jesus, sends greetings. He is always wrestling in prayer for you and that you may stand firm in all the will of God, mature and fully assured. I vouch for him that he is working hard for you and for those at Laodicea and Heropolis. Our dear friend Luke, the doctor, and Demas sending greetings. Give my greetings to the brothers at Laodicea and to Nympha and the church and her house. After this letter has been read to you, see that it is also read in the church of 
the Laodiceans, and that you in turn read the letter of Laodicea. Tell Acrippus, see to it that you complete the work you have received in the Lord. I, Paul, write this greeting in my own hand. Remember my change. Grace be with you. Father, thank you for continuing on the instructions of how we should live. Um, Both in chapter 3 and 4, it hits about every area of society we could probably come up with and how we should treat one another, act and show love to one another, to submit to one another um, and obey one another as if we're obeying you personally, Jesus. Help us to continue on in that work and to continue on in being humble and following you. Help us to learn how to devote ourselves to prayer and to be watchful and thankful always. Help us to learn to have your heart for the lost and to want to go after those lost, the one lost sheep and and to support those who are doing it, uh, whether it's ourselves or others, that we learn how to pray that a door may be open for your message so that the mystery of Christ can be proclaimed to all, all creation. Help us to have discernment and how to pray so that it be proclaimed clearly and that um, the opportunities that come, that ourselves and the others being placed in those opportunities know how to act, um, that our conversations would be full of grace and seasoned with salt, and that uh, everyone would be answered the way you want them to be answered. Kind of like in Proverbs, it talks about like an an app reply being like choice silver um, and how it brings like sweetness to the 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 heart or bones, one of those two. Uh, basically, like when words are spoken at the right time, the way they're supposed to be spoken uh, by being in alignment with you, um, saying what you want us to say, it has great impact on the person. And it might mean nothing to us, but to the listener, it it penetrates them. Just like your spoken word does, uh, you know, it's a sword winnowing out, dividing the soul and spirit and bone and marrow. It's able to pierce us in places that nowhere else can pierce and convict us and draw us closer to you and show us your love for us and your grace for us. Help us to be willing to devote ourselves to prayer for that very purpose. And help us to learn to love and to be in communication and to be willing to connect and and do things for each other like the early church did to be willing to share ideas and messages and 
work in unity and just have love and compassion for each other. It's a great example of the early church of how we should be. And help us to remember the chains Paul was in and the chains that many are in still to this day for your for your gospel uh, all all around the world. Help us to remember them. Help us to pray for them, to lift them up, to encourage them, and to have their grace and their courage to be willing to do the same. We thank you for all this in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. Hope you all have a wonderful weekend. Bye.